smoking in a public places will be dangerous to to all all people. Welcome to Far North Cokers. This is episode 169, June 26, 2020. Your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Today's show, two-part show, really. First part we're going to get to real quick, but if you noticed, we have changed the theme song. It's been a long time coming, and Blind Melon Tones from Home has taken us through a long ride. I did reach out to them, trying to get permission to use it. They never responded back, and, you know, figure it's time. Was inspired to get on Fiverr. I don't know if you guys have seen this site. It allows you to hire different artists from around the world, really, and pay them to do certain things you need to get done. I wanted to have a new theme song written. Sent him a copy of my old one and the show, Bass Lass, B-A-S-S-L-A-S-S, at Fiverr. Funky bass jams. Really enjoying having that part to the show. I want to thank sponsors, Alaskan Blooms, both retail and cultivation, Chena Cannabis, Green Dreams Cultivation, and Frizz and Farms. Just released at Alaskan Blooms in the retail is Forum Girl Scout Cookies, Cookies and Cream, a new harvest of our superstar bird, and our second harvest of our brand new one on the block, Strawberry Diesel Space Dude. Highly recommend that you all stop on in. There's some great stuff going on. Thank you, Marcy. You're welcome. For the finest quality cannabis at the lowest prices in this state, Baskin Blooms Retail. We got this. We got this. Come on down to Alaskan Blooms for the finest cannabis in Alaska. We've got deals going all week to show appreciation to our wonderful customers just like you. Got a case of the Mondays? Then Munchy Monday is the perfect way to wind down. Swing by and take advantage of our 25% off sale on all edibles. We've got candy, sodas, hash aids, coffee, cookies, and crackers. With so many edibles to choose from, Munchy Monday is the perfect time to save on edibles. We're showing love to our concentrate lovers on Turpy Tuesday. Come by Tuesday and get 1 gram Red Run cartridges for $35. That's almost half price. Half gram carts are only $28. We're also selling our fireweed extracts, Terp Sugars, for only $40 a gram. Did you know that we carry a wide variety of CBD-infused water? Wet and Wild Wednesday is a great time to sample them all. CBD waters are 35% off. This Thirsty Thursday, we figured we'd keep the deal rolling on Red Run Hash Aids. You could still buy six for $90. Pick up 12 of them and that's $30 off. Fire Eater Friday is back, and all Fire Eater products are 25% off. We've got hard candy and sodas that should get your weekend off to the right start. Saturday is Shatterday, and you know what that means. 25% off all Shatter in the store. We've even got Baller Slabs and CBD Shatter made with our own bird strain. And this Sunday is still CBD Sunday. Purchase one CBD product for 10% off, grab two CBD products and get 20% off. Stock up and get three or more CBD products and save 30% on your whole CBD order. We're closing in fast on our retail shop's one year anniversary and we're only getting started. 
We here at Alaskan Blooms can't stop and won't stop giving you the best deals with the best service. 8 a.m. to midnight, 2443 R Villa Street, Fairbanks, alaskanblooms.com. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Now, with all this excitement of on-site consumption, let's take a look at the regs straight out of the books. 3AAC 306.370, on-site consumption endorsement for retail marijuana stores. So this means, right there, you gotta have the retail store to get the endorsement for on-site consumption. One of the things in other states that they have opened up for minority groups, females, easy entry to get into an on-site consumption establishment. You still got to have the retail license to get the on-site consumption endorsement. So we're starting from there. Here we go. Unless prohibited by local or state law, a freestanding licensed retail marijuana store with an improved on-site consumption endorsement is authorized too. Right here in the first line, we have Fairbanks Cut having some issues last year with freestanding means can't be connected to anything. If you're a store in a strip mall, no dice. You gotta have your store by itself in order to have this operation going. I'm trying to make things work over there at the cut. Eh, I don't think it's gonna happen. One, sell marijuana and marijuana products. Remember, these are what it's authorized to. Sell marijuana and marijuana products, excluding concentrates. To patrons for consumption on the premises at the time of purchase only in an area designated as the marijuana consumption area and separated from the remainder of the premises, either by a secure door and having a separate ventilation system or by being outdoors in compliance. Okay, so we have an outdoors section in here. Makes sense, right? We've been talking about this for a while. No reason to need filtration if you're outdoors. Also, authorized to sell for consumption on the premises. Marijuana bud or flower in quantities not to exceed one gram to any one person per day. Sell for consumption on the premises edible marijuana products in quantities not to exceed 10 milligrams of THC to any one person per day. And food or beverages not containing marijuana or alcohol. Okay. Is a gram fine? Yeah. Go in, buy a gram, sit down, a couple people, each smoke a joint, hang out for a little while. That's fine. I really think so. I think it could be higher, but start off with a gram. We'll increase it later. Second part, edibles. 10 milligrams. This is just this is stupid. It's not even going to affect you for a couple hours. What are you going to do? This isn't the way to go. We need to get concentrates back in. Concentrates are the way to go for an on-site consumption establishment. I think it's going to be there eventually, but not right now. 
food and beverages not containing marijuana or alcohol. There you go. We can do that. It's just going to be added things, right? Get a Coke, iced tea, water. Yeah. What else are you authorized to do? Allow a person to remove from the licensed premises marijuana or marijuana product that has been purchased on the licensed premises for consumption under this section, provided it is a packaged in accordance. What are they not allowed to do? A licensed retail marijuana store with an approved on-site consumption endorsement may not sell marijuana concentrate for consumption in the marijuana consumption area or allow marijuana concentrate to be consumed in the marijuana consumption area. Two, allow any licensee, employee, or agent of a licensee to consume marijuana or marijuana product, including marijuana concentrate, during the course of a work shift. Three, allow a person to consume tobacco or tobacco products in the marijuana consumption area. Love it. Love that we're not going to see tobacco in there. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. That's going to get right around the Clean Air Act, right? For one. Second, who wants to mix your tobacco with your cannabis? Mm, I'll take that back. Some people do. I'm glad it's not being allowed. There's those things, right? Freedom. Should we allow the place to allow smoking also? Probably. I'm glad it's not. Prior one. Allow any licensee, employer, agent of a licensee to consume marijuana or marijuana product, including concentrate, during the course of a work shift. Okay, so you're not going to be able to take a break and go in there, are you? Or is that considered off work shift? Owners popping in. Are they working when they walk into the store? Are they on shift? Or are they always not on shift? Interesting. We'll see how that goes. What else are they not allowed to do? Allow a person to bring into or consume in the marijuana consumption area any marijuana or marijuana product that was not purchased at the licensed retail marijuana store. Okay, see how that one goes. See if there's going to be how businesses are going to get around this, how they're going to enforce this. A lot of cannabis is going to be consumed. Is it going to be easy for someone to bring their own cannabis in to add to the pipe? We'll see. We'll see how the business models are. Number five, what are you not allowed to do? As a licensed retail marijuana store with an approved on-site consumption endorsement, you may not sell, offer to sell, or deliver marijuana or marijuana product at a price less than the price regularly charged for the marijuana or marijuana product during the same calendar week. I guess no flash sales or store you'll figure it out right you'll figure out the schedule of how you need to work it bottom line is it can't be cheaper in the consumption lounge compared to the store i guess that encouraging six sell offer to sell or deliver an unlimited amount of marijuana or marijuana product during a set period of time for a fixed price i don't know what that means i don't know what the Deliver an unlimited amount of marijuana or marijuana product during a set period of time for a fixed price. Don't know why that is there. You can't go over a gram. Set period of time. I don't know. Someone else needs to explain that one to me. Seven. What are you not allowed to do? Sell, offer, sell, or deliver marijuana or marijuana product at any one day at a price less than those charged the general public on that day. Man, they're really worried about that. Change of prices. Eight. You're not allowed to encourage or permit an organized game 
or contest on the licensed premises that involves consuming marijuana or marijuana product or the awarding of marijuana or marijuana product as prizes. An organized game or contest. Hmm. Weird. Can't enter provide entertainment in that way. Sort of understand, I guess, awarding the marijuana as prizes, but still, I don't award them a gram, right? That's no big deal. Number nine, what are you not allowed to do? Advertise or promote in any way, either on or off the premises, a practice prohibited under this section. Can't advertise something that you can't do. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. On the way out of town, stock up on some of my favorite in-house strains. Big Smooth, Fruity Pebbles, always a $5 pre-roll special, and $10 grams, flour, edibles, concentrates, and your smoking accessory needs. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday 10 to 10, Sunday noon to 8. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis, your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. through the which cans, which can'ts. Let's look at what characteristics a consumption area should have. The consumption area shall be isolated from the other areas of the retail marijuana store, separated by walls and a secure door, and shall have access only from the retail marijuana store. Got to go through the store, got to go through a door, you enter into the lounge, the consumption area. Number two, a smoke-free area for employees to monitor the marijuana consumption area. I guess just a glass wall from the retail into the consumption area, I would suppose. No big deal. Three, a ventilation system that detects air from the marijuana consumption area to the outside of the building through a filtration system sufficient to remove visible smoke, consistent with all applicable building codes and ordinances and adequate to eliminate odor at the property line. Whew. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how the elimination of odor is done. Right now, can smell it off-site at a lot of places, just the growing. I don't know what consuming is going to change. doesn't seem like it would change as much as what the growing is doing, but we'll see. Cannot go over the property line. Hmm. If outdoors be found by the board to be compatible with uses in the surrounding area through evaluation of neighboring uses, the location of air intake vents on neighboring buildings, a site obscuring wall or fence around the outdoor marijuana consumption area, objections of property owners, residents, and occupants within 250 linear feet or the notification distance required by the local government, whichever is greater. Wow. I wonder what the notification distance is for the Fairbanks North Star Borough. 
and city. We shall see. 250 feet. Are they going to stay with that? I don't know that answer. I don't know that one. E. Yeah. I don't like these. Any other information the board finds relevant. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, to get this endorsement, you must file an application in front of the board. Include the documents and endorsement fee set out in this section. You must include the operating plan in the format that the board prescribes, describing what you're going to do for security, doors, locks, windows, diversion prevention, prevention of underage, ventilation, signed and approved by a licensed mechanical engineer. See how that goes. I heard that was some issues in the beginning. See how things go. Sufficient to remove visible smoke and consistent with all applicable building codes and ordinances. Monitor overconsumption. Unconsumed marijuana. What are you going to do with that? People are going to come up and take it home for themselves. Well, what are you going to do with what's left over? All those roaches. Preventing introduction of outside cannabis. It's going to be an interesting read seeing what those are going on here and those presented. The applicant's detailed diagram of the consumption area, which must show the location of the store, serving area, ventilation, exhaust points, the employee monitoring area, doors, windows, other exits, access control points. Detailed plan needs to be submitted to get this going. Title, lease, or other documentation showing the applicant's sole right of possession of the proposed marijuana consumption area if the area is not already part of the approved licensed premises for the retail marijuana store. An affidavit that notice of an outdoor marijuana consumption area has been mailed to property owners, residents, and occupants within 250 feet linear feet of the boundaries of property. So that's a straight line, I'm guessing, just as the crow flies, as they say. Retail marijuana store holding an on-site consumption endorsement under this chapter shall destroy all unconsumed marijuana left abandoned or unclaimed in the marijuana consumption area. Monitor patrons in the marijuana consumption area at all times, specifically for overconsumption. Display all warning signs. Provide written materials containing marijuana dosage and safety information for each type of marijuana. Package and label all marijuana products sold for consumption on the premises. Comply with all, any conditions set by the local government or placed on the endorsement by the board. You got to renew annually at the time of renewal of the underlying retail marijuana store license. Whew. Lots of stuff to get done. Approved at the state. You got to get approved locally. What's going to look like in Fairbanks? Two entities here. Borough, city. So far, borough's been pretty friendly. City, iffy depending on who's sitting there. We'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting watch. I wanted to leave with some of the testimony from a year ago. Listen to this. This is what's going on in Fairbanks City. These are the Reefer Madness team from Fairbanks representing. Listen to what we're going against. Will it matter? I hope not. Two uh, years ago and before that, uh, I was with the group uh, Safe Neighborhoods Fairbanks, maybe you remember it, and uh, we, we got creamed in the, uh, in the voting. It was uh, 70-30. Uh, people want That's their right. drugs. They, they want their uh, pot. But what's interesting is at the <laughs> fair, the Noween Library, and just generally around, uh, we, when we did all the uh, petition signing to get it on the ballot, um, the ProPod people pretty much said uniformly, pretty much, 
this is just for us to buy, take home, basically get buzzed. Who are you talking and, to? Uh, no, no, on-site consumption. Now that, that it's like going to a liquor store and drinking in front of the counter. No, uh. not, not doing that. But you know, it's just kind of part of this Have you progression. Heard of a bar? You know, a bar. Used to be one ounce for personal use, and then you know we we did legalize uh, growing, manufacturing, retail sales, and now they have a pot soda and cookies and pots out uh, the whole whole thing there um but there's no field test for people getting buzzed on site uh they're under the influence there's no way in court to scientifically uh, verify like Mike Prack it said earlier happen, you go over the line yet, you're impaired there's basically um, no moral standards going on that uh, would you know slow this down and the tax revenue, everybody says, is really attractive. Since uh, Fairbanks demand their drugs, um, so be it. So I just have a suggestion. Um, damn the family values. Throw it out the window. Let's do this. Let's just make this a pop uh, pot capital of Fairbanks. Let's let's go ahead and right. uh, you know, cash in and solve our money problems by uh, giving uh, businesses that start up, giving them a tax break, no no taxes for a year or two. Uh, let's that. quadruple our output and sell it to the world. I mean, you know, yes. it's kind of a sliding scale, and uh, it's on-site consumption is part world. of it. As a wrestling coach, I'm I'm all in for the youth, and I just don't see how this is uh, good for can, our youth immersing them in this culture. Lance Roberts. So I guess I should first uh, answer what's been brought up. That Ooh, Lance. You're not going to make any extra tax money from this because people are going to buy all the marijuana they can buy. It's just where they smoke it um, and eat it is what's going to come out of this. Smoke at home, no and tax money. That, of course, is the real crux of the establishment. You know, with alcohol, you have a make range money. of moderation. Someone can drop by a bar on the way home and get one beer or something. It depends on body weight and everyone's different. <clears throat> but there's a certain amount that you're just relaxed and you haven't reached the state of impairment. With mind-altering drugs, if he takes one toke, all of them, compared to you're 10, going to be impaired. You know, I just had this different. happen to me where uh, no I just range. had a medical procedure and I was on anesthesia and I got off it. And I felt I ate a bunch when I came off. They were really surprised. I was ready to go. I could drive. No problem. He's tough. But the doctor wasn't excited about that. My wife, the nurse, wasn't excited about that. <laughs> they said 24 hours, don't drive. His wife? Where's his right. wife coming and, from? Um, I haven't heard that in a while. There's just cautions that have to be taken. One of the problems, of course, one of the other differences between um, the marijuana and alcohol is that a lot of it's smoked. And so you can't have a designated driver in a smoking facility. That doesn't People work. Can come pick you you know, I was really happy that this council supported smoke-free Alaska and that they um, said no to on-site consumption. And those two positions, on-site consumption and smoke-free, are in direct opposition to each other. You know, that smoke gets everywhere smoke and everyone's free was going tobacco. to be affected by it. So you're not going to have designated drivers the same way. What are they? You have a separate room? Designated, designated drivers – aren't just going to go so they can sit in a separate room. That's not why people people go to bars. They go as a designated driver so they can hang out with the group They're and drink their grape juice and be the good guy that night. So you're just going to have more problems. Um, Colorado has shown a huge market increase in DUIs. Washington State, the stats are out there. You can find them. Um, that's not what we need in this town is more of that. You know, I'm sure all of us in this room know somebody who's died from a DUI. You know, that's the impact it's had on Fairbanks. And we don't need more 
drugged drivers on the road. So please remember that. Remember, you're not going to make any extra money off this. This doesn't provide you with money. It just changes the venue, and the police are just going to have to do a lot more work. Um, the Fairbanks Daily News Miner the other day gave a great news article on this, which I hope you all read. I, with the chief of police and lieutenant, uh, do not believe that this gets us anywhere as a community. Furthermore, instead of going you, forward, I wonder this, how the new th- chief this feels. move, if this was passed, will pull us backwards as it hinders public safety, employee safety, increases crime much more. <sighs> the chief of police uh, adequately explained the other day that we don't have the resources to cope with being a test case paving the way for the rest of the nation. Marijuana is not like alcohol. You can't have a designated driver in a with smoke like you could at an alcoholic facility. True. Therefore, this will require the use of taxis or a rideshare mechanism to be set up by the one using marijuana. Sadly, many may not seek to use this or procure this course of action or maybe unable to do so due to their impaired thinking after using marijuana. And this, them doing this, will result in increased injury and death due to impaired individuals driving without designated drivers. Additionally, we heard from Dupi, Interior Alaska certified drug expert, that it can take hours for uh, to get the blood drawn from when the officer originally pulls over the suspected impaired individual. Moreover, our police officers are required to obtain a search warrant before they can draw blood. What? They're required to obtain a search warrant? And by the time the blood is tested, the marijuana is already reduced to a level where there is no more active ingredient to identify. Furthermore, as others have said, there's no nationally recognized standard for a limit of marijuana. So even if the officers were able to identify the level that was in someone, uh, how do they know if they're going to be able to apply DUI? Shouldn't they wait until they can figure it out? Furthermore, I spoke with a friend of mine just recently that was not able to be here, but he called me to ask me to say this for him. Thank you. That due to um, that, they live right next to one of these establishments, and they told told me that they were frustrated when their multiple appeals to when originally they were trying to set up the establishment were ignored. The marijuana control board overrode all their appeals and established the facility. So I wanted to know, if this ordinance passed, can people appeal to have the particular facility next to them not become one of these on-site consumption? Thank you. My name is Christine Robbins. Thank you for this opportunity to speak. I would like to address my concerns about on-site consumption of marijuana and state that I'm absolutely against Ordinance 6101. This is a community safety issue, which makes this ordinance particularly dangerous. If someone is pulled over because they are driving erratically or illegally, there is no roadside testing that can be done here in Alaska for marijuana. Saliva testing is being developed, but it's not available here, and it's not conclusive enough. The men and women who patrol our streets know this better than anyone. I hope that you listen to them. If the officer suspects that marijuana is involved, it would take him about six hours of his time to establish that marijuana was involved. No level of marijuana is allowed in Alaska while driving. 
currently still in the statutes. If he sees that alcohol is involved, then he will only test for that and not factor in for any other substance in the arrest. And there is no survey being conducted on marijuana statistics, none, and how it's affecting us. I'm concerned also for the users in these marijuana establishments. Currently, there's no established level of intoxication. It's not like alcohol, where only the user is affected and mm. they can have a designated driver beside them. Marijuana smoke affects everyone know. around it. How will they get home safely? And is this another burden that would be placed on the taxpayers? Given the hours of these establishments, it's certain that we will see a rise in crime. You know, certain. true liberality is not the freedom to do what you want. It's the freedom to do what's right what doesn't cause harm to others. This includes alcohol, as well as any harming substance. Alex Jaffrey, now what I see in this ordinance is a massive amount of hypocrisy. The family diner, the Legion Hall, and many other places that allowed cigarette consumption in a designated area, including the roundup of the smoking room, were stopped from doing this by a law passed by Pete Machek, who's been trying to pass it for years. Why should we allow something that, unlike cigarette smoke, intoxicates you? Let's say I pulled out one of my Winstons and lit it up. The worst thing you're going to get in this area with the open windows is the smell and maybe, maybe depending on your health, tobacco. S- slight ill effects. But if someone were to light I can't have it, so you, you need can't to build tolerance. Have it. For example, if someone who's never had a drink of alcohol in their life does 21 shots at the bar, what do you think is going to happen to them? They're going to get shots. sick is what's going to happen to them, and they're going to vomit. They're going to have a hangover from Hades the next day. I think I can say that a few people here, myself included, have never been near this stuff and never want to go near it, and shots. therefore would have no tolerance to it. If you allow outdoor consumption, what happens is if I'm driving back from St. John's Baptist Church on a, a Sunday, I roll the, the window down, and I'm smoking a cigar is that smoke is going to come in if I stop, which you have to because there's a stop sign right there. If that smoke gets to me, I'm allergic. That, sh- that could put me in the hospital. That could make me wind up having an accident because I'm vomiting. And I'm not the only person I know who's allergic to this stuff. If you're going to legalize on-site consumption of it, which I pray you don't, you need to think of the danger you're putting this society in and the hypocrisy with which you're treating tobacco use. Before you vote on this, ask yourself this. Is it right I can't to have endanger it. this whole you city for the good of a few, the supposed good of a few, and really, if you look at it, it's still going to hurt them as well. What happens if someone Sounds has like a pot cookie and they're stupid enough to drive? They're going to get into an accident one, one way or another down the road. It may not happen that time, but it will happen. Remember what the church teaches about intoxicants. You can drink alcohol, but not to the point of drunkenness. The point is you can't moderate pot like alcohol. I could have a cigarette a glass of wine, and go to bed, no problem. But if you have a joint, boom, instant intoxication. Is it fair for our veterans of the Legion Hall who died for this country, who were maimed for this country, who saw their friends' faces turn into hamburger, that they can't even light up a cigarette in a bar they've been going to for, some of them, 30-plus years? It's very sad for me, this man. Veterans want to consume cannabis. Veterans want to consume tobacco. Just because you lose one right, don't take another one down with it. You don't get more freedom by taking others away. When are people going to understand this? Let's fight for everyone's freedom. Fight for liberty. Thank you. My name is Mark Swifel. 
there's been a lot of stuff said on on both sides. I I'm opposed to this ordinance uh, for many reasons. One is I, I heard just a few minutes ago from Mayor Matherly mentioned the manpower issue with the police force and not enough people to, to manpower. Uh, Officer Chief Jukes also made mention of that. I guess I would ask the city council to ask the question. If you're making a decision on what's best for our city, you ask those in our city who are best prepared to give you the answer on if it's going to be good. Our own police force, Officer Jukes, Officer Dupey. Officer Dupey is a personal friend of mine. I have a five-year-old son. And I've taught him to go up and look at Officer Dukes in the face and and shake him in the hands and say, thank you, sir, for serving our city. Uh, I've taught all of my kids. I have five children. I teach them a respect for authority. Respect my I brought my son off today at the child care uh, on base and with, with some friends that uh, in his child care. And I said, honey, I love you. I said, be sure to listen to Miss Brenda. She is your authority today. That's how we teach our culture and our society to be healthy and effective. Respect as you teach them respect for authority. And when the authority in our city says, this is not good. I, in fact, I quote Chief Juke says, as far as I know, throughout the nation, there's no road that's been paved to do this. And I don't believe Fairbanks has the resources and his position to pave that road. Are we ready to pave a road to online con- or uh, in, in-house consumption? You know, I can, I can go to uh, alcohol liquor stores and buy alcohol and liquor, but I cannot consume it there. No, you do when, it at a bar. When the marijuana places were established, they were established to store. sell. Selling and serving are two separate places and two separate exactly. issues. That's what we're asking for, to be and regulated. I would, I would strongly ask you to consider as you make a decision tonight to think about, we teach our kids, and I, I, I I'm assume that those around the city council here all taught your kids to listen to the authorities, to, to honor and respect those that have the right. And I believe our public servants you in our told? city... Our first responders deserve the right and privilege to be respected. When they say it's not a good thing, I think we should listen and realize it's not a good thing. I would like to share something. Um, About four years ago, I was selected for federal grand jury, and that means that they flew me to Anchorage for 18 months. We heard between an average of 18 to 20 cases every month. Um, and in, that, in those cases, probably almost half of them were about drugs and guns and drugs and guns and drugs and guns. Drugs. We got really tired drugs. of hearing that because Cannabis? there's a lot of things that the police drugs. will not tell you in the newspaper, the article that you see you, written up in there. Um, there's many things they, that are not in there that you hear. Um, and secrets? For whatever reason. So there's many things you don't know, don't know. What um, are about theirs? that. But most of the crime, when hmm. I was on there, um, probably two-thirds of it happened in the Anchorage area. I would like hmm. to keep that crime down in Anchorage and not have it up here in Fairbanks. Um, so I do not want to have on-site consumption. Oh. Um, I do not want to encourage any more problems or on-site any consumption um, equals crime? more reason no. to have any more people consuming than otherwise could be. But um, I do So if you don't have access, she doesn't want to give it to you. very seriously. A police officer, we have cut four policemen. I live in the city. I don't like that. Um, I want them out there because they do a good job for us. 
and they're the ones that are the front runners that know what's going on. They know many things they're not telling you. They can't tell you or uh, for whatever reason. Um, but because the police officers in this town are saying that it's not a good thing, I say we should listen to them and we should vote against this ordinance. Smoking in a public places will be dangerous to to all all people. Uh, people get uh, feeling at peace, hurting eases, and aches and pains go away. Sounds it, good. It, and like alcohol, resting in a chair in a public place, you might put your head on the table or sit sit outside on the ground or lay on the road or. You get so far gone, you don't move, and then someone has to move you. Uh, and sometimes you can't talk, or you you can't tell them where you live. So either like many uh, detox has to come, Herb. but detox didn't used to care take anybody except alcoholics. And if you can't tell them if you what you're taking, uh, they're not going to know what to do. So they'll call the police, and the police uh, have to take them somewhere. So they'll they'll be just. You have to get a place where you put people sh- that don't no, know where they're going. Cannabis. And and they they will lay around anywhere under tables uh, in public hallways. So it will just take more community resources because they will get in your hallway. And sounds like siesta If you time, leave your it? front porch open, they will get and sleep on your floor. And it, ambulances or the community bus will not know where to take you. And, and they have to lift you. So somebody has to be la- lifting you. Uh, they will be laying anywhere. Uh, uh, and we don't know how much will be dangerous to take because when you're taking a mind-altering drug, you don't know when to stop. So we don't know what, how far you can go taking drugs or even if you mix alcohol and drugs. And kids will pick up uh, butts and try them. And, and they're, they're putting them in brownies and cookies and cakes. So... So we don't know what we're getting at any time. We may get something, and we will take it ourselves because we don't know. And it's causing pollution. Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more conversations with the players in Alaskan Cannabis on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all other podcast places. Facebook, Instagram, and farnorthtokers.com. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Token.